The following podcast contains spoilers for Watch Out for the Automobile. You've been warned. My leg. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of KFR News Radio. This is your comrade, Glenjamin Bolton, along with your other comrade, Miguel Magusto. It's really weird to say (laughs) Miguel, a Spanish uh, name in Russian. Oh, man. Greetings. Greetings. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) How are you doing? Oh, man, just... Living the dream. Yes, the dream. As soon as that, that AC exists. turned off, everything feels gross. I'm waiting <laughs> for the fall and the winter when turning off oh, the AC is not a big deal. My my slutty weather. Oh my god, I can't wait. Yes, your 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 turtleneck gonna, weather. That I'm gonna wear such cardigans. It's I have be never seen someone make a turtleneck look as slutty as you do. I'll so, do it. You I'll you already it. have in previous I'd, years. I'd put the pH in fucking slut. <laughs> Uh, fat, sorry, not not slut. What am I talking about? <laughs> uh, not me. <laughs> that is enough of talking about sluts. Glenn. Yes. Uh, what what uh what movies you watch this week? Oh, let, let, well, first let's talk about the movie that we watched together, and that was Blue Beetle, which mm-hmm. there's a review finally up out there in the webs. Uh, most likely on YouTube, obviously, that I finally edited. They got around to. Yes. Uh, we talk about it there, and. Uh, you should listen to it there. Yeah. Uh, because that's why. Uh, after that, I had been uh, I had very briefly uh, talked to you about uh, kind of getting into kind of reading and audiobooks again. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's some that I just don't have the time to read or just will not want to read. Yeah. Um, not that it's a bad one, but I feel like Dracula's on that list for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frankenstein, I did buy. I might get to that, but audiobook is probably what's going to end up happening, especially since it's uh, out there free. Um, but the one I did get into this last week was The Great Gatsby, because that's a book that I finished, or no, I'm sorry, not finished. That is one that I had not finished about three times. And I just wanted to get it the fuck over with <laughs> because I knew exactly what I would do. I'd pick it up again, get halfway through, and then i just stop. Yeah. So audiobook it was. And uh, surprisingly, the, uh, the 2013 movie, um, the one uh, made by Baz Luhrmann, mm-hmm. if I'm correct, yep. um, is kind of accurate. You know, there's some, there's some things that he does that I'm not a fan of in the movie. Um, kind of like the hip hop sequences in the the old uh, what is it the forties, um, the forties twenties. Sorry, roaring twenties. That's right. Yeah. The uh, the old twenties style. You know, I wasn't a fan of that, but you know that that's his style. Yeah. Um, other than that, the movie itself I thought was great, and it was, it was one of my favorites for a while until you know I expanded my catalog of movies. Um, but the book is surprising, or I'm sorry, the movie is surprisingly accurate to the actual book mm-hmm. um the book was good overall yeah. i had more fun with the movie obviously because i could you know everything's going on and leo is like a perfect uh gatsby um and there was oh, what the fuck was uh, joel edgerton's character in the movie the guy reading the audiobook in this they sounded exactly alike delivering like the lines in the book 
and in the movie. They sounded exactly alike. It was really fucking scary. I'm like, yeah. is this actually Jules saying these lines? It was not. It was some other uh, fella. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, uh, on to the new stuff. And by new, I mean uh, 89 is when I, this movie came out. I watched Uncle Buck. Oh! Yeah, there's not too many John Candy, John Candy movies yeah. that I've uh, that I've witnessed in my my experiences, um, but this one kind of was dormant in uh, I think it was the Netflix library. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, you know what? I'm kind of doing I'm kind of editing right now some other stuff. Let me let me watch this in the background, and I did. And overall, I think it was like really good. But I think what kind of uh, dulled it from getting I think I gave it a three and a half I think what dulled it from getting a four is just kind of the sequences like the comedy sketches within it it's like they've got they've got this story laid out and then they sprinkle in like the comedy sketches of like him just doing random shit that's kind of like oh ha 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 funny we need to get that ha ha moment but overall the story itself was really good and I think he was he was fantastic yeah um and then after that this popped up, and I don't even know why it or where it popped up, but it popped up, and I was like, what is this movie? I've watched this movie, haven't I? It sounds like I did. Oh, wait, no, I didn't. It's American Graffiti by George Lucas. Mm-hmm. And uh, for the longest time, I thought I watched this, but I'm definitely thinking of another movie still to this day. Uh, so this movie, the first half of it was kind of rough to get into, so I had it in on the background. Um, and it was kind of like setting up the stereotypical uh, high school, you know, coming of age kind of thing. Everybody's kind of hanging out in town. Everybody's about to go to college. They're having one night banger, man. We're doing it the last ride, man. We got to do it out in their sexy ass cars. Um, but a, a good portion of the beginning was just super cringy. I mean, I could see back in the 70s of why this it was 70s, 80s, 90s, why people loved this movie. And people still do. Uh, it was actually just playing in the theaters, which was fucking scary. Because I, uh, what was it, on <laughs> on Saturday, I think I watched this. And Sunday, it was in theaters. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this is weird. Yeah. I just watched this movie. Um, I mean, I, I thought it was thought it was okay. It got way better in the second half when the characters, you know, calmed down on their keen horniness and just actually became kind of people. Um but overall, I, still, it wasn't really all that. Mm-hmm. People love it, and that's good for them. Um, but after that, I watched Watch Out for the Automobile, which we shall get into after yes. your silly little secrets that you're about to tell me. Yes. Uh, well, first, before I get into the movies I watched, mm-hmm. I do want to tell people that my film, Eugene vs. Humanity, will be available on our YouTube channel uh, for a limited really? time. Yeah. Uh, nice. I don't know how limited of a time. At least a week, maybe more. Who knows? Mm-hmm. It really depends on if uh, my distributor tells me to take it down or not. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I have told him I'm doing this. He has not told me not to yet. So I think we're yeah. in the clear. But that's pretty cool. Until that happens, it will be up there uh, as of the Friday the first, September first. Mm-hmm. So it'll be up here there by the time this is out. Check it out. It's won some awards. Uh, and one of the best line deliveries of all time. One of the best line deliveries from uh, Glungeman here. Uh, yeah. And yeah, it's I I am very proud of it. But uh, yeah, check that out. Uh, but other than that, I watched four movies. Uh, a light oh, week. I went I went on, on a par camping, with me. Yeah, I went on a camping trip with my friends. 
Uh, well, not camping. We went to a cabin up in the Adirondacks. It's not camping, that's, but that's still camping. Uh, we we kinda. go there because there's two restaurants there that we love, and that's the only reason we go there. <laughs> uh, but the f- uh, first movie I watched was Blue Beetle. Watched it with Glenn. We have a review for that up on YouTube. Uh, and then on my trip with my my boys, mm. uh, I watched rewatched Biodome. One of my favorite movies as like a early teenager. I'm talking like 12. I feel like you 13. guys watch that annually. No, we don't. I haven't watched it in like 15 years. <laughs> and we put it on cautiously. We're like, this is probably going to have aged terribly. Yeah. And while there are moments that are very like not, would not fly today, they are few and far between. And the rest of it is relatively, you know, it holds up surprisingly. All uh, right. Yeah, I was, I was very surprised. Of course, it's stupid humor. Like Very. if you're if you're watching it for for smart clever humor you're looking in the wrong place. <laughs> this is Polly Shore and Stephen Baldwin uh, playing two stupid guys who get locked into a biodome. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is stupid, but it is fun and it holds up surprisingly if you like that kind of humor. Very stupid. Uh, and then we continued our stupid movie watching with Basketball, uh, <laughs> the movie from um, uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker of South Park fame. Yeah, this one has a few more moments that haven't aged well. A few transphobic, homophobic moments. Uh, not. Uh, it's it's hard to. It's, I'm not trying to defend them, but like they're not like egregious. They're not like disgustingly homophobic. Yeah. It's just like it's of the time how it was, and I hate saying of the time. But it is just the case. It was a different world back then. I read if, that they didn't even want to do that movie. I believe it. But if you get past that and look at all the physical comedy that's in there, like people flying mm. in the background, like just being yeah. thrown around in the background, it's a hilarious movie. And those uh, homophobic, transphobic moments maybe make up a total of three minutes out of the yeah. entire movie. So it's not like it doesn't take away from the entire movie. But f- be warned, they do exist in that. Uh, mm-hmm. But there have been worse in movies today. So there yeah. you go. Uh, and then I watched a, um, Watch Out for the Automobile, otherwise known as Beware of the Car, which is another title. And we're, uh, we're going to get into that right now. Четвертую гнать не удалось, но скоро с этим будет покончено. Хищник чует приманку, крадется, крадется. Теперь пойман. A very good cop tries to catch a very insidious and extremely clever serial car thief. The bitter irony is that the thief is not very clever, absolutely not insidious, and a virtuous person and his friend. Yes. Uh, Bear with me with these names. It is directed by Eldar Ryazanov, uh, written by Emil Braganiski and Eldar Ryazanov, starring, oh boy, Inokenti Smoktunovitsky, Oleg Efremov, uh, Lyubov, oh my goodness, uh, Dorbzhanzhaskaya, and Olga Araseva. Uh, that's all I'm going to butcher. I apologize again yep. to any uh, uh, Russians or Ukrainians out there. 
Except for Putin. I can't he can believe go fuck you himself. forgot about Olga Aroseva. I, that was the last one I said. I just Damn it. I can't I believe I forgot about Olga. <laughs> <laughs> this, of course, came up in streaming roulette. A relatively stacked streaming roulette. It was, uh, yeah. I believe the runner-up from this was like three hours long, so we decided to nix that one. Yep. Uh, and then the With other one. Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah. The other one, I forget what the other one was, but it seems. It was Roadrunner. Roadrunner. Uh, s- still seems pretty good. Just uh, we went with this one, yeah, because it seemed fun, uh, and for the most part it was. Um, mm-hmm. I think it is, you know, one thing, especially as an American, where we're kind of spoon-fed what to think of the rest of the world until we're older. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you hear of Soviet Russia, you think of zero laughter completely, pretty uh, much, and of course, of course. Even in the bleak times of Soviet Russia, people still laughed. Mm-hmm. And this was rather slapstick and humorous, uh, which is something I wasn't fully expecting from this time. Uh, so it was nice to see. Um, it was in color, for me at least. I don't, it was in color for you. It, it was in color for me. But it was it, nice to see a redhead in the main role. <laughs> <laughs> but to me, it seemed like it was shot in black and white and then colored in yes. post Similar to uh, They Shall Not Grow Old, that World War One documentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, because all of the beiges were the same shade of beige. All the blues were the same shade of blue. All the reds were the same shade of reds. Uh, and and when they, they were those shades, they were popping. Like, his eyes were super blue. Super blue, yeah. His hair wasn't, um, like, obnoxious red, but it was, like, a very, very nice-looking yeah. red. And I was like, ooh, look at that. That's I could not hair. find any technical specs on if it was colored in post or, or what what have you. Uh, mm-hmm. I uh, Well, the original... Okay, so it was colored in post because the original version was black and white. Of course, oh. I spent 15 minutes looking for that, and then and the then, second boom. we start recording, it's right there in my face. Um, so yeah, it was it's, uh, filmed in black and white and then colored, uh, I'm assuming using something similar to Technicolor techniques, mm-hmm. uh, which had a similar but less flat look. And I mean flat in like the most respectful way possible because Technicolor had different shades of certain colors, but they still popped where this, it was kind of like sepia almost. Looking at the IMDb cast, it's, it's curious how many of their pictures got, uh, Technicolored as well. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Cause a lot of them um, are black and white and then boom, some of them are like who, what they look like in the movie, which was made in 1966. Yeah. Uh, but colored so it was it was kind of cool to see that you know a different coloring technique from technicolor uh, mm. i'm assuming again still cannot find information other than the fact that it was originally a black and white yeah uh um and i'm assuming that the soviets did not use a uh american coloring company to color it can't do that. Granted, it could have been colored after the fall of the Soviet Union. So who knows? Someone knows out there, but it's not me, and it's not IMDb. <laughs> Jealous, damn it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this I I this was very reminiscent to me in like a Mr. Bean kind of thing. Yep. Um, we're not not nearly as goofy or or as silly as Mr. Bean, but yeah. it, there's a lot of that physical comedy. Uh, and, and, um, you yeah, know. it wasn't on the, on the level of Bean or like the Dame yeah. or anything like that, but it's still, it was, it was reminiscent it was, for sure. It was always like third party characters too. Like, 
uh, when one of the characters was like trying to sell a, a tape recorder and this random guy just walked up and got like really <laughs> close and started looking at it while he was trying to sell it to someone else. So there's yep. like a lot of awkward moments of comedy like that that I, I really enjoyed. Um, but yeah, overall, I, this was just an interesting movie to watch, especially to see like the morals of Soviet Russia at that time. Cause yeah. you know, it's about a car thief. It's, um, I mean, it's definitely a super easy watch, and the plot lays it right there for you. It there, and it yeah. doesn't stray far from it. It's, it's just about a dude stealing some cars for the commonwealth of everyone else but himself. For the orphans, commonwealth's, commonwealth's not the right word, but yeah, for 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 everybody else and not himself. He's he's genuinely just a good dude. Um, doesn't seem like he's all there, but not in a bad way in any sort. He's just. He's just there to help people by stealing from... He's basically like a Russian little Robin Hood. Yeah. A nice little Russian Robin Hood of sorts, <laughs> which yeah. is such a weird uh, sentence to come out of my mouth. Yeah. <sighs> you guys yeah. see that Russian Robin Hood? Guy's yeah. crazy. Uh, there was definitely some... And it, this was expected with Soviet Russia uh, or the USSR, that there was definitely some slight propaganda in it. Hmm. Um. Essentially, you know, of course, the the guy's only th- stealing from corrupt politicians uh, and uh, people who try to take more than they are owed. Um, like, I, it, to me, it seems like only one, like only one, a family could only own one car, and the beige car was. Uh, yeah, like a guy trying to have two cars in the family or something. I'm not entirely sure of like the it, the. It the seemed like it was hard. It. it was hard to own a car in the first place. Yeah, if you did, that was kind of the car that you you got. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so he would like take it from, take the cars from people who he thought as immoral or, or corrupt, mm-hmm. uh, and and even said he tried to return them to the police, but they didn't. So then he would just sell them to people and then give the money to orphans. Um, Mm -hmm. But then there's the, uh, the moment I thought was funny is that they were in the community theater and the, the director of the play was just like, acting's not a good profession. So all actors need to have, have day jobs. Yep. (laughs) It was just fully be like, Oh, you got to work for the motherland and, and do what's right for her. And then do the play in, in the, in the end of the, uh, work this day. is a hobby, damn it. Yeah, <laughs> which was funny seeing presumably paid actors. Yeah, uh, portraying that. Um, yeah. So I, I thought that was pretty pretty humorous. Uh, but you know, it's just interesting seeing the USSR through the lens of the USSR at the time, uh, without mm-hmm. it being super propaganda. Like there's elements of it, but it's not like complete propaganda where it's just like you feel dirty for lack of a better word watching it not in that way i mean dirty is in the i'm watching something that should never have been made Uh, oh good yeah kind of like when you're watching the the uh the nazi film of the berlin olympics yeah um from the 30s from uh lena reifenstahl uh (laughs) i think that's her name triumph of the will good old uh, lena yeah Whereas, like, mm. that is a, a well... Or Lenny. Sorry. Lenny Reifenstahl. Mm. I got the last name right. Who would yeah. have thought I'd get Reifenstahl correct? Uh, but, yeah. That is a... 
Stalin. That's who. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, and that not, Triumph of the Will is not about the Olympics. I just can't remember what that's called. But Triumph yeah. of the Will was made by the same same woman. Oh. So. Um, yeah, it's very... But I, I, what I, one thing I did enjoy about this movie is kind of, in a, in like a dumb way, is how kind of dumb or at least blind everyone was around him to like, oh man, we've got this car thief. Who could it be? Who could this be? This guy with a fucked up leg. Ah, yes, he's got Shakespeare. Uh, like all the signs immediately yeah. point to this guy, and but because of his. Uh, goodwill and good nature. Everybody kind of just turns a blind eye to him because, yeah. like, I think that's part of this, the joke. But I get what oh, you're no, saying. No, hundred percent. It, it, but it's just like so funny how just, uh, just like, oh no, he's 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 good. He, it definitely wasn't this guy who who's got Shakespeare, who's got a fucked up yeah. leg. He's just he's good. He's got he's got a family. It's really fucked up, and it just, it just shows like how goodwill, like how he as a person nobody sees him doing yeah. these things and then obviously the the dots do connect and they're like well god damn it man why was you yeah. what are you doing you silly goof it's uh, like he when, was uh, just whole he was a whole likable fella yeah. it's like when uh hank realized that walter white was um heisenberg yeah and in, in breaking bad it's just like what mm-hmm. everything's pointed to him kind of sort of not really Especially uh, when he was putting WW in the in the book. Yeah, yeah. It's like, this, of course, is more obvious than Breaking Bad was, and and yeah. But it's you know you never suspect the people you're close to or your friends or whatever, um, mm-hmm. and you know I think it added to the humor, mm-hmm. but was also used as like a, a a way to elongate the movie. It's like, huh? It def- definitely did because yeah. without it. I think this movie would have been what forty five minutes, maybe yeah, something like that. Um, um, but it's 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 filled with humor. Uh, I loved it when the guy was thinking he was a taxi, uh, and he's just like, "No, I'm stealing <laughs> yeah. this car." And he was like, well, "I don't care, just drop me off here." <laughs> I, I just I just need to get where I'm going. Help yeah. me out. And then he he's uh, he's considered a suspect, obviously, uh, yeah. when, when the car alarm goes off, um, and and he runs away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, there's lots of goofy stuff like that uh, my, I, just my favorite of the goofies was the the whole cop scene um, the chase just the the chase and just the, mainly those two chemistry their chemistry together mm-hmm. was just overall fun but the chase for sure was i think the most fun i had with it and just like it kind of how good they were with cinematography, like the setting up their shots and kind of getting long shots of like thing of scenes. Mm-hmm. But there, there was huge one huge mistake with all of that is when he he pulls up onto that like a tow truck, and like you could see him kind of looking out the window, and there's a guy in the uh, <laughs> in one of the mirrors that's not Yuri. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> no, I missed that. That's, that's pretty funny it's, though. I missed it at, like at first. I'm like, wait, that didn't look like Yuri. And yeah. then I rewound it, and it's just some dude in a top hat that's definitely not Yuri. Yeah, it's just chilling on the side of the car on the tow truck. <laughs> I think that was the only thing that took you out of it. But I think the setting up—it's not just the the car chase scene, but like a lot of the shots were really like good in the movie. Yeah. Um, like what was the one specifically? It was uh. It was like Yuri was trying to steal the car for the second time. When he brings um, the crane? 
No, that was that was the third time when he actually gets the car. Oh, the second time with the bear. The trap. second the second time with the bear trap, and yeah. when all of the people who you know own the car were at like a party. Um, I really liked the shot of like it was inside the car, and then like, um, like the 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 flock of people are coming up to look at the guy's car. They're like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, just oh this is such a great car, and then like. In in the window, like you're looking at the you know the, the flock of people like getting on the car, but in the reflection of the window, you could see Yuri kind of just like yeah. scared out of his mind because he's yeah. like he's about to get fucking caught, but yeah. somehow they don't see through a tinted window. <laughs> I guess they're all blitzed out of their minds. Yeah. So and then when it, and and you also got to it's it's nighttime. Yeah. In in their world is dark. Obviously, it's lit, so we can see what's going on. Mm, um, yeah. And then I, I loved when they revealed him when when the the crowd went to the front of the car. They they panned with him and revealed him like mm-hmm. kind of in the corner of the passenger seat. Um, yeah, that that was a great shot. I, I agree. Uh, mm-hmm. I loved all the little reveals of the the chase as well. Uh, like when it was so comical when he was like hiding behind a hill. <laughs> like yeah. like the car is like down like a, a sixty Just degree a hill or something, and yep. and the motorcycle drives past, um, and, and that that was just like the funniest chase scene ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically when <laughs> they they come up to a school school zone and slow <laughs> down, yeah. and, and instead of the cop taking the advantage to to pull it like pull mm-hmm. him over, he slows down too. <laughs> yeah, they have like a monologue of like Yuri loves kids and yeah. he would never never do anything to yeah. hurt them. So he slows down and then the, it goes to the cops and monologue. The, He's uh, like yeah. also cop loves kids too. So Yeah. And then and then the cop <laughs> was just like pointing 15. pointing to have him have him pull over and Yuri was just like nope. No, I'm good. No, I, yeah, I yeah. love his expressions. Then, He's like, no, no. <laughs> and then even when Yuri exits the school zone and speeds up, the cop still goes 15 <laughs> yeah. miles an hour or whatever it is. Uh, until he hits the end of the school zone, it speeds mm-hmm. up. I was just dying when that happened. Yeah. I thought it, I thought that was so great. Um, yeah, that whole sequence was was fantastic. Yeah, uh, it's it's just a fun movie overall. There's really not much to it. Uh, it's a pretty yeah. simple plot. Um, it, it's just got a lot of really good gags in it, uh, both physical and dialogue wise. Um, mm-hmm. When when his cop friend who's in the play with him is describing the. Uh, the the suspect and he says he has rounded shoulders and then he like sits up straight to kind of square up his shoulders a bit yeah uh, I I laughed at that there's just a lot of little things like that like none of it is like uproariously funny yeah. uh, except for maybe the chase scene that was pretty funny uh, but like the rest of it's still pretty solid it's just so consistently humorous um, and and never really gets old despite it kind of being a repetitive film. They do a great job of making you, even before you know why he's stealing the car, you like, you want him to get away with it. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, um, I, the one with the crane, uh, the, I think he said that's the third time he tries to third steal time, it. Third time, yeah. And it's just, he, that's the one time he su- successfully steals it too. Um, like that time I was just like, you, you gotta do it. You gotta steal it. You, yeah. you can do this. And I was just like, I don't even know why he's stealing this. For all I know, he could just be a kleptomaniac. Like, and definitely, if he didn't steal at that time, you're like, all right, we got to move on with this. Like, yeah. come on, steal yeah. the fucking car. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, they did a really good job of making you root for him, even though you had no idea what was going on. Especially in our culture, where like we don't know if the guy he's stealing it from is a 
you know, con artist or corrupt person or whatever. Because, yeah. like, it's just a guy with a car. That's not that big of a deal to us now today. Probably to Russia now today as well. I don't know enough about Russia. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially in the U.S., which is, like, yeah, a guy has a car. Okay. Um, and My car now. <laughs> my car now. Uh, but, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, the the main guy who played Yuri, uh, in Kund- I'm not even going to try. Why did I start trying? Uh, he reminded me of Dave Foley for some reason from Kids in the Hall. Um, <laughs> also plays Flick in A Bug's Life, if anyone yeah. knows that. Uh, I couldn't tell you why. I just got a lot of Dave Foley vibes from him. Uh, he doesn't really look like him, but it's just his overall... It's the vibe. It's the vibe. He was given Dave Foley vibes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I, I, you know, I was imagining it just being Dave Foley in my head the entire time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's not too much to say more. I mean, mm-hmm. I, the one thing I would have wished more is that I wish he's, like, were they actually together? His his wife or his girlfriend, uh, Leoba, or Leoba, or however you uh, pronounce her name. Yeah, I think they were, no, because... Um, at one point, sure they, they said he was afraid of commitment. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, so I think that they kind of wish there was more dating. from like her end of yeah. like character, other than just kind of being the girl he kind of keeps popping up to every. Yeah, that just kind of felt then. like a fill-in. Yeah, I also like um, that he didn't get away with it in the end. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Like, even even though he had noble intentions, like he he uh, the movie ends with him uh, mm-hmm. approaching uh, her uh, Yuba. I think that's a Liuba, uh, her bus that she drives. Um, also, uh, you know, communist, fascist, whatever you want to call them aside, they at least like had women working in the 60s, uh, assuming that they wanted to work. Like they, the, the judge <laughs> was, was it a woman. Was it propaganda? <laughs> it might have been propaganda. You're right. Uh, um, like the judge was a woman, though. Which yep. was was pretty cool, you know. That wasn't even really a thing in the '60s for the U.S. So, mm-hmm. uh, pleasant surprise. Not, you know, obviously not siding with the USSR. Uh, yeah. But that was a pleasant surprise for a country I didn't expect that to be happening in. Except um, for when they got us that thousand subscribers. Thank you a lot. <laughs> yes. As uh, a callback for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he approaches her bus at the end and takes off his hat. And says I'm back, and he's got a shaved head, uh, which I'm assuming that in the USSR they shaved heads of prisoners, uh, either for humiliation reasons or for, you know, lice reasons. I don't know. Um, Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um, But yeah, really fun movie. Uh, Mm -hmm. Really enjoyed it. Way more than I, well, about the same as I thought I would enjoy it, just from the ridiculous synopsis that it is. Yeah. Same here. <laughs> yeah. Got anything Can't else to add say? Can't too much more to that. Yeah. Uh, I think I the, my favorite part was just looking at the color. It just made it look very the, interesting. The colors were great, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Like, everything kind of popped in its own way. I've never seen beige look more interesting in my entire life. Mm-hmm. So. And it's good to see a redhead in a main role. <laughs> in Soviet Russia, beige is cool. Um, How long can he jerk this off? <laughs> This fucking redheaded guy. Anyway. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got to say. Same here. Yes. So that brings us to the judgment. Uh, it was streaming roulette week. So, uh, Glenn, heads or tails? Tails. 
it is head, so I get to go Ooh. first. Uh, yeah, I I enjoyed this quite a bit. Uh, it didn't wow me really. It was just kind of a fun movie, fun little fun little watch, fun little watch. Uh, no complaints really. Um, but it is interesting that it's a comedy uh, mm-hmm. from the USSR. You kind of get a peek past the Iron Curtain into what life <laughs> Literally. they wanted people to think life was like back then, at least. Yeah. Uh, I know that they hit a lot of things uh, in their media, so who knows how accurate this is, but it was still interesting to see that mm-hmm. they could fake that. So <laughs> I guess, uh, you know, I, I had I had a good time watching it, so I would say, yeah, it goes on the shelf. Ooh. Um, I'm, like, iffy about it, though, so I don't feel like you need to. No, it's the only reason to bump it over to the shelf is that it's like the requirements that it hit to to get it. It was made in the 1960s Russia's. So you don't really expect it to be like what it was, but Mm -hmm. it, it was good. It was a fun time. I mean, I wouldn't. The the only thing that that's really holding me is I wouldn't necessarily go and recommend this to people. Yeah, I get. But that. I I thought it was fun. Yeah. Um. Honestly, I'd probably say no. That's perfectly all right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Sorry. just gonna tell Putin, and he is going to. Not until uh, after the 2000. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> so watch out for the automobile. Uh, watch out for the automobile, also known as beware of the car. Uh, also known as something in Russian that I'm not going to try to butcher, does not mm. make it on the KFR shelf with the legs of Apostle and Handmaiden. That brings us to our assignment for three weeks from now, or two weeks yeah. from now, whenever. Uh, so we're going to take a little break because the spooky season is upon us, and we always take it's a little break before that. It's coming. Before doing six weeks straight of horror movies. Uh, so September 25th will be our next... Uh, why can't I think? episode that's the word i was looking for uh so yeah hold off until then until listening unless you want to listen back to older episodes that's fine as well so uh in our first of the spooktacular spooktober Mm. of 2023 my pick is going to be a film that i love dearly or do i i don't know we'll have to find out but i haven't seen it in a while so i might hate it now who knows (laughs) and it's going to be on max also known as hbo max and that is Coraline. Oh, nice. Yes. Coraline Jones always dreamed of finding a better world. Ah! A world more exciting than this. But never did she imagine that she'd discover it in her own home. been waiting for you, Coraline. Where parents are always fun. I love your garden! Can't believe you did this! And everything is so good. What's shaking, baby? It just can't be real. Mom? You're just in time for supper, dear. You're not my mother. My mother doesn't have... buttons I watched this at your house uh, one of the times I house sat. Was that your first time watching it? Yes. 
cool. Fully, at least, for sure. Uh, I haven't seen it since it was in theaters, so... Goddamn. Yeah. Uh, an adventurous 11-year-old girl finds another world that is strangely idealized version of her frustrating home, but it has sinister secrets. Ooh. Directed by this Henry This Selleck. was just in theaters, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, directed by Henry Selleck, written by Henry Selleck and Neil Gaiman, starring Dakota Fanning, Terry Hatcher, John Hodgman, Jennifer Saunders, Don French, Keith David, Robert Bailey Jr., Ian McShane, and mm. many others. Uh, of course, it's a stop-motion animation film. I have been seeing this on uh, a lot of Instagram reels and TikToks and all that, um, yep. and it's been making me really want to rewatch it because a lot of people are really dissecting it. Uh, to be like, oh, this movie's creepier than you thought. I was like, yeah, I thought it was pretty creepy to begin with, so I don't really need to <laughs> dissect it to think it's creepy. Um, Wait till you read the book. I might at some point. You don't know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, Coraline is going to be our first episode of the Spooktacular Spooktober, uh, and that's going to be on HBO Max, also known as Max. Thank you, everyone, mm. for listening. As always, you can check out our website at www.keystonefilmreview.com. On Instagram, we are Keystone underscore film underscore review. TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube. Uh, Keystone Film Review and on Letterboxd. I am Mike KFR. I had an aneurysm for a second. And I am Glenn KFR. Did you have an aneurysm for a second? I felt chest pain. Something's right. going on. <laughs> yeah, but that will do it until September 25th when we start our spooktacular spooktober and get spooked Ooh. with Coraline. Wow. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>